The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Dean Thomas victorious here in round two. Look at the motherfucker, ain't I? <laughs> Dean Thomas, ladies and gentlemen. I'm He's clapping down. Oh, there's a fucking attack. Anthony Smith gets the ring. Chuck finish. It's a hard left hook. Broke my hand, so I can feel it clicking around. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Lionheart Smith. Magny sensing the moment to finish. Good one. Repeated work by Neil Magny. And there it is. The fight game constantly changes. The fight's not happening, so you guys are in there throwing punches. Make some noise for Neil Magny. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. There's three of us today. Uh, I miss you too. That's what Dean said when we started. That's a lovely way to start today's show. Um, we appreciate Dean coming on. I'm only here for a half hour today. I have a, I have a town hall that I'm hosting. Um, I, I, Ozzy and Sharon Osborne and Jack Osborne. I'm hosting uh, an event with them for um, for my my uh, my radio company for Sirius. So I, I had to do that. So so wait, what are you doing with the Osbournes? Interviewing them for a documentary, <laughs> but I, I told I told the guys that look I I can I'm I'm able to be here to one fifteen if we can start earlier, but today's guests are going to be um a little bit later, so I appreciate Dean uh, filling in. Well, it's good to see Dean Thomas. I love Dean Thomas. You know, the last time I seen Dean Thomas, he was quarantined in a Holiday Inn right. in Vegas. Oh, man, Dean Thomas. I know, man. You know, Michael Bisbing got me, man. You know what I'm saying? First off, he told the whole world that I had coronavirus. I was trying to keep it a secret. (laughs) He told the whole world I had coronavirus, and then he took my job on looking for a fight. So, like, I'm a little salty with him. We got beef. How did they tell you? You take the test. You're ready to go to Abu Dhabi, right? Or no, is that with the fight island, right? You're You're ready to get on a plane? Yeah. And how did they tell you? Dana called me because I think they told Dana first. And then uh, it was just, he was like, hey, buddy, you tested positive. I was like, no. And then, man, I was so scared. I thought I was going to die. How did you feel? I felt all right until that night. And then that night, I, I don't know if it was like psychologically, as soon as it happened, then like that night, I started feeling like symptoms. And then like, it was only for like two days. And then after that, I was good. Okay. Yeah, but dude, I, you looked fine when I seen you. You I looked was. fine. And I think... With all the false positives out there, you should have got tested again. I know. 
Well, you, you might not even have it. I know. Well, I got tested again, and then I didn't have it the next time I got tested. That was like a couple weeks ago, though. Yeah, but you should have did it immediately after. Say, you know what? I don't know if this is a false positive. There was two false positives on the plane. But the fact that like I had a headache that night, I was like, you know what? Maybe I do have it. And I just I just committed to it. And then I just said, you know what? I'm just going to deal with this. Dude, but yeah. So from, you're supposed to go. So I'm oh, sorry, Matt. You're supposed to go on the plane and go and go to fight island and have this great weekend and then you're stuck in a holiday inn. it's not even like you were stuck in caesars you're stuck in a holiday inn for two weeks well so first off let me put it in perspective so like the first night i was there castaway came on so that kind of put things in perspective for me i was like you know i felt like tom hanks in castaway so i was like you know what i just got to deal with this well excuse me i don't want to cut you off but i mean tom hanks couldn't order uber eats you idiot. What's the matter with you? <laughs> the guy's <laughs> on an island. That's my point. He's trying to get a coconut open with a fucking ice skate. Guy's cutting his hand. He's talking to a volleyball. And you're sitting there watching Netflix, yeah. ordering Uber Eats, and you felt just like Tom Hanks. Fucking get a grip, Dean Thomas. <laughs> but that was my point. Was that I didn't have it as bad as him. And oh, then, okay. that's so my point. And then I felt so bad wait, for wait, Paul You said you felt just like him, you said. Well, I mean, kind of. fuck you talking? <laughs> <laughs> well, right, we had a similar situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. His plane went, went down. Well, well he wasn't going to fight Dirty. Allen either, shit. I was trying to go to fight Allen. Hey, listen. And he didn't have to, he didn't have to, he didn't have Instagram and had to look at everybody having fun while I was in the room with a goddamn headache. To make you feel better, <laughs> to make you feel better, Dean Thomas. That episode of Dana White, uh, it's looking forward to a fight. You know, we have a blast. When we did it last time in Abu Dhabi with me and you, we had a blast, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh, just so you, just to make you feel better, that episode, it didn't do, it didn't really do that. Oh, no, wait, hold on. No, it got like 1.3 million views. Forget, forget uh, that's a pretty up. good amount. That's no, a good no, amount it, of views. It got some good views. I forgot that's that. a lot of views. I was thinking... I was I know, thinking yeah. of maybe a different one, but listen to me. Yeah. Dean, now, uh, what is going on with your, your stable of fighters now? Do you have, like, considered a stable, or you got a few people? What do you got now? Because I know you did your you, you did separate from, from ATT, AT, yeah. American Top Team. Yeah. yeah. I always say it wrong. I always say it like it's the fucking phone company. But American Top Team, you, you, you left them. On horrendous terms. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. You left them on the. On no, it, it was. You know what? You know what's funny, Matt? Is it? It wasn't on bad terms until I did the show, oh, and they heard shit. me laughing about it, and then they got mad at me for that. That listen, uh, they got it. Listen, they yeah, got it. They heard me joking about it. Man, let me tell you, I know Dean Thomas, and you can't get me. You can't stay mad at Dean Thomas, even if he does something fucked up. Like Jimmy, tomorrow if they can't me, and it's. You know, they want to be a little more diverse, and it's it's Jim Norton and Dean Thomas on UFC Unfiltered, and he's like, ah, oh, sorry, Matt. I'm going to be like, ah, I can't say that to you. <laughs> First of all, I'm only fucking around. I, I want my job. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get mad at Dean Thomas, even if sometimes, like, he leaves American Top Team that's been his home, that trained him as a, war- <laughs> as a warrior, <laughs> and Dan Lambert was always like a second father to him. <laughs> and he's with him so long. And then when he wants to, li- like, finally, you know, sometimes you got to move on. Sure. It's like about, life's about growth. I understand. Yeah. But it's great how he just shoots an email to him. All right, later. <laughs> but now, Dean, did you straighten it out with Dan? Did you guys talk? Or are you, are you, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, we did, no, we did for a little bit. And then, like, afterwards, man, it just got bad for some reason. Man, I just kept hearing all these rumors about oh, how, like, man. they was talking about me. So, man, I just said, you know what? That's all good. Listen, that that's that's kind of normal, though. It I is mean, normal. Are you, Oh, you're not sitting there like trying to 
seduce, you know, get people out the door and shit like the Pied Piper. Oh, yeah, you, you, no, man, like, in fact, in fact, like, there was a time, like, because I heard that they were like, if you work with Dean, you can't come back here. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to, I'm not working with anybody from there because I don't want them to, you know, be in, in conflict. Yeah, listen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even want that beef. But then a couple of people just left then and then it came with me, but that's on them. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's like a war almost for people. It's like when you leave a company and if people, if clients leave with you, now all of a sudden, uh, are you starting your own uh, your own school? No, I just, man, I trained at the crib, man. I got my own spot and everybody lived with me. Shorty Torres, Jillian yeah, Robertson, she pretty much lived with me. Yeah. We just trained all day. That's fucking great. I seen your video that day. I liked it. You guys were golfing. Oh, yeah. And you said, yeah, we went golfing. golfing. Yeah, but like, you ate summertime, right? You did it to film. Yeah, it was golfing and bowling. Man, oh, it was great. You guys yeah. look like a fun team. We're like a, we're like a family. Oh, that's beautiful thing, Thomas. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful. Listen, it's beautiful right, existence. Now, now I'm back on your side. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I'm fucking around. I'm happy you're doing well, man, and you're keeping busy during this thing. Yeah. Are you upset that you can't go for any, uh, you can't pursue your acting, your dream of being um, an actor? No, I'm still working, man. I'm, I'm doing my own stuff. I'm, yeah. Man, I got to, I'm doing a Zoom play in, in two weeks. You're, wait, wait, hold, hold the fucking horses. You're doing a Zoom play? Yeah. What is it about? Jimmy, do you want to hear about this or no? I, I do, wait. yeah. I was uh, I was going to do a little something with Dean Thomas before the pandemic. Wait, wait, yeah, well, man, I got, wait, I got a, on, wait, a little something. What were, I want to get to the Zoom play in a second. What were you talking about? What were you going to do with Dean Thomas? Oh, so, to a couple of friends working on a project, you know, a little acting thing. Oh, you know what I don't like? <laughs> listen, I'm being kept in the dark here. Well, no, no, I'll tell you. I, I, don't, say listen. I, I don't know if Dean wants it out there before it's shot. I don't know if I don't know if it can be out there before a shot. You know what I'm right. saying? Like it's not my project. You know oh, what? Oh, it's not your. Oh, okay. You just, you just got okay. Fine. Yeah, I it's not. My, I don't. I don't feel like the third wheel. Fine. I don't want to even talk about okay. it. Okay. But listen, <laughs> I have something else to drop now. Oh, oh no. what? You like the way I say that I have something to drop? Yes. Some kind of rapper. What well, listen. It? All I know is your buddy Tyron Woodley's got a certain single coming out. Oh. oh, yo! Don't I don't know if it should be out there for the world. Oh yeah, I'm you not gonna say, say nothing. But I'm, I'm not gonna say saying, Dean. Do you know that somebody's a, a maybe a part of that? I As do. Little, even if it's not singing, it might be a little something. But somebody's involved with this certain single. That's gonna go. That's gonna blow up the charts. <laughs> it's <laughs> gonna blow up the charts. Listen, I'm, I'm excited. Listen, guys, we all got things going on. What do you do in the song? We all busy. What do you do in the song? Yeah, I want to know what you do. It, I, I'm going to disappoint you right now, Jimmy, and let you know right now that I'm not singing. So don't, oh. don't, don't get upset. Oh, but, what are you doing? Well, He's probably listen, afraid your voice listen, will overshadow. Listen, I understand. Listen, listen. He knows. I, if I, listen, the one thing I know about Tyler Woodley is that guy, is, he's got an eye for things. Mm-hmm. And an ear for things. Ah, and he I, does. Jimmy. What? Are you falling in and out of love of, with his music right now? Uh, no, 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 no. I've never fallen in love with it. No. You've never fallen in love with it. <laughs> What's up, Neil Magny? How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good. How are you doing? You know, Jimmy Norton and, of course, Dean Thomas. Do you know that oh, character? Yeah, for sure. Definitely, you guys. 
Hey, buddy, how did you uh, how did you uh, find out about uh, Robbie replacing Jeff when they first told you that Jeff got uh, got sick? Was there any type of a, a talk about who would replace him, or did they say, "Look, we'll see what we can do"? Um, at, at the time, there was no talk about a replacement. I just thought, like, "Oh man, he's sick. Um, I lost my fight. I'm be out of a fight." Um, and then within like a day or so. Uh, I get an email from Sean Shelby saying, like, hey, Robbie Lawler's ready and willing to take the fight uh, if you're up for it. So I just, with no hesitation, I said, yes, absolutely, let's do it. Um, and then that's how that fight pretty much came together. Did you get excited that the name Robbie Lawler came up? I mean, listen, everybody's dangerous that fights in the cage. So you're getting ready for Jeff Neal, who's a beast. You're fighting another beast, but this beast is actually a legend. He has a bigger name. Did you get excited when it was, oh, shit, man, Robbie Lawler? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, uh, the reactor when most people hearing about the fight, Robbie Lawler be like, oh, crap, yeah. Right. Robbie Lawler, I guess. For me, it was literally smiling ear to ear, like, oh, crap, I'm fighting Robbie Lawler. Hell yeah, let's do it. I know the kind of fight he's going to bring. Um, I know the kind of fighter he's going to make me out to be. I mean, um, I started out in the fight game training at Robbie Lawler's gym. So uh, to actually be fighting him 12 years later, uh, listen to him doing the right things to head in the right direction. And this is your third fight in three, uh, I guess, five months um, since uh... – uh, March and and uh, against uh, uh, Zhilong and Martin, there were decisions. So you you fought you fought a few quite a few rounds so far. How, how are you feeling? I mean, and why and why take one so soon? Was it just because that things are so crazy? Uh, I feel great overall, and this is a great opportunity for me to just uh, keep moving forward and keep accomplishing my goals. I mean, I want to get back in that top five and make my run for the title. Um, so the, uh, to be able to get these opportunities to fight guys like Robert Lawler and um, keep climbing the ranks, that's the kind of thing I need to do. Um, I'm not one of those guys to go out there and talk crap and do all this other stuff to uh, propel my way to the top, but I'm definitely willing and able to outwork every single person in my division to get to where I want to go. And if that's what it has to, is that what it takes for me to um, get to the top of my division, fight for a title, then by any means necessary, I'll do it. No, yeah, I was just saying, too, because there are decisions. Like a lot of times, the guy will have a first round knockout and say, hey, I'm ready to fight again. But uh, to have two decisions and then a scheduled fight, like you're not even, you know, is, is impressive. Is part of that because of the way things have been with COVID? Fighting, the, the fights have become unpredictable and travel has become hard, so guys are getting more opportunities to fight more often? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot more opportunity present, and um, I have a good training system back at home uh, with my team, so that works well. So uh, even with the whole COVID situation, um, nothing really changed drastically as far as training for me goes. Um, if anything, has made it better because we've been forced to do uh, smaller groups of people who train together. Um, so rather than having 30, 50 people on a mat or in the gym, we're down to five, six people max in the gym. Um, so it gives the coaches a, a lot more opportunity to uh, really kind of uh, like hone in and see what you're working on and see how you're developing, uh, give you a lot of feedback. So um, it's actually allowed me to get a lot more growth uh, during this time of COVID. And uh, because of uh, all the things going on, people not being to travel international, being an hour away from Vegas, I mean, that allows me to step up at, at any moment and take these fights. You said you were training at uh, Robbie Lawler's gym. That was his and... Uh... Matt Hughes' gym. It was that was the had the uh, the hit squad. That's what it was back in the day, right? You were nineteen. Yeah, the hit squad. I was part of the hit squad back in the day. I mean, I started my uh, amateur career training at the hit squad. It was Mark Fiore, Matt Hughes, and Robbie Lauder that co-owned that gym. Uh, and uh, when I first came back from deployment in two thousand eight, uh, I went to school down in Southern Illinois, and that was the closest MMA gym to me. And I immediately, I literally signed up. Uh, for classes on a Tuesday and then drove right over to the gym and signed my membership to uh, start training MMA there. You were 19 at the time. It says you were 19, like sparring with Robbie Lawler. And now you're 33. 
That's correct. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's pretty cool because there's a there's a picture that someone actually captured of a uh, Matt Hughes training at one point, and in the background, you kind of see like a a little small glimpse of me in the background, just kind of sitting down, looking at him training, just looking up. So, wow, dude, it's so cool. Uh, so it gets to the point that I'm at now, over ten years later, where I'm fighting guys like Rob Lawler, and, I, and I've trained alongside and following cars with guys like Matt Hughes. Um, that's just encouraging for me. Listen, I did write things leading up to it. Were you there a long time training there? How long was that place there? Uh, I spent about three years there. My entire oh. uh, college career I spent uh, training at, at Hit Squad. Oh, that's wild, man. That's See, wild. And that's crazy because I remember him in college. I actually saw him wrestling in college. I saw him, I went to one of his matches in college. And Neil, and from what I understand, Ben Askin told me this, that when I fought on that card in Columbia, you was, on, you was an amateur fighting on that card in Columbia, the, uh, the Patriot Act, I think yeah, it was. Patriot <laughs> Yeah, Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren made their pro debuts, and you was an amateur, and I was the main event. I hate to date myself like that and put you and try to shame you, but yeah, I think that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. I mean, uh, I remember down in Columbia, Missouri. Yeah, that was the that was the kind of my amateur debut, and that was when uh, Tyron Woodley was going by a nickname Tabasco or Hot Sauce he was using back then. And uh, it, it was it was just cool to see that like that that progression. I mean, uh, to be able to dream that ten years ago, like I said, be able to fight these guys now. I mean, let's like I said, let's you know do the right things. I mean, Ty Woodley even in college was uh, the assistant wrestling coach for me. Um, so to just to see everything come together this uh, far into my career is just an amazing thing. Did I just find out there that Tyrone Woodley's nickname was Hot Sauce? Is that what I just got from that? <laughs> is that what you said? Neil Magny, Tabasco? What the Tabasco. fuck am I hearing? <laughs> Tabasco Holy sauce? shit, man. Thank God. Thank God he changed that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't give him that name, but uh, at first, like, that was the nickname. It was Tabasco. It was hot sauce. I was just like, what is going on here? But that's what he was calling himself back in the day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell no. I didn't know Thomas. that. Dean Thomas wouldn't hang out with him if that was still his nickname. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're absolutely right about that. So, Neil, I think that um, Jimmy was kind of downplaying playing your win a little bit, you know, against the, um, what's his name, the Chinese dude? Uh, Jimmy uh, Yang, yeah. Yeah. I, I personally thought that that was the best I've ever seen you look, and if not one of the better performances of anybody throughout the year. I mean, even though it was a decision, I thought you looked absolutely amazing. I thought you looked phenomenal. Well, now, I, I didn't win. mean it. I wasn't downplaying. I was only talking about the number of rounds. I wasn't trying to downplay oh. the win. I was saying that you fought so many rounds ah. in a short period of time that, that <laughs> a lot. You know, that's that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of uh, cage time. I was talking about the amount of rounds, not the. Ah, my bad. Okay. I didn't mean to disrespect you like that, Jimmy. But I was just. No, okay. I thought that was a phenomenal performance. <laughs> uh, thank you. I mean, it, it just shows. Like, even though it was a decision, there were not many rounds in there. Um, you look at the stats after that fight. I mean, I think I landed close, to like a hundred and something shots on him, um, and in turn over three rounds he landed 16 shots on me so even though it did go the course of 15 minutes and it was a decision win i took literally no damage in that fight it was literally it was literally a one-way fight where um i was the one pushing the pace uh doing majority of the striking um it took very little no damage in that fight so i, I listen neil listen man sorry jimmy was shitting on you earlier sorry about that <laughs> <Dean> <laughs> thomas, fucking thomas you're a guest on the show. You could give Neil Magny. You could give Neil Magny a, a nice compliment without shitting on Jimmy Norton. Well, I had to lead it in. I had to lead it in with something. I had to lead it in with something. But I, but I was actually complimenting the ability. I was actually saying it's more impressive that there's been like three, two decisions, and now ready to fight again. Like that's a that's a grueling uh, schedule. 
Me and Neil knew what you meant. Jimmy, uh, <laughs> Dean Thomas wanted to draw swords for some reason. I, I'm sorry we have to fight in front of you like this, Neil. It's <laughs> <laughs> all good. Oh, man. I wanted to ask about uh, being deployed. Where, where, where were you deployed? Uh, so I just stayed in uh, Kuwait and Iraq in 2007, 2008. Uh, and I was literally fresh out of high school. Oh, wow. And how long were you in Kuwait? I, I did shows over there. But it was probably a couple of years. I think it was uh, it was the end of 2003. We we landed in Kuwait, uh, did a show, and then went to like uh, Baghdad and uh, Talil, I think. Uh, how, how long nice. were you in Iraq? Uh, it was literally the whole deployment lasted about a year or so from beginning to end. So uh, it, that was pretty much the extent of that one. And you didn't, you had no desire to re-up when you were done? Well, it, uh, <laughs> like honestly, it just <laughs> I it just this played out pretty good for me. Like where um, I was able to come back and I spent seven years in the army and uh, it literally my, when I made my UFC debut, I was actually still in the, in the service. Um, and it was shortly after my UFC debut. I was like, all right, you know what? Um, there's probably no way I can keep up with military service and uh, a UFC career now. So that's when I decided to get out in 2013. Um, but I, I, I was in the military when I was in the ultimate fighter, I was in the military when I made my UFC debut. Um, and it just got to the point that I could have balanced it all together. And that's why I decided not to re-up. So were you like this disciplined guy? Like the, you know, to train requires tremendous discipline. To be in the military requires tremendous discipline. Were you this disciplined guy before you joined? Or did joining the military make you more disciplined and then kind of eventually help you in, with fighting? I think it just, it just brought it out of me more. I mean, uh, I was pretty fortunate to have a pretty good uh, – uh, coaches in high school that kind of started molding me for life early on. Um, and that's kind of where uh, a lot of things started to shift me in life was when I started playing sports in high school. Um, and then once I got some military, I just kind of um, helped propel that a bit more and helped me find out more about myself uh, and what I'm really capable of doing. You like the military life. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, uh, like even for me, like martial arts was something that uh, like it was an escape for me when I was deployed. Like I remember like doing your missions during the day and then coming back to base at night. Um, I'll meet up with a couple of Marines, a couple of the uh, other guys. Like, hey, let's go roll around. And, like, we didn't have mats at certain times. We just literally just throw on our uh, uniforms, roll around in the, in the sand uh, and then just, and just kind of grapple and, and, uh, and like ease our minds that way. And then like uh, waking up like, two, three in the morning to go watch uh, the UFC events on AFN or whatever uh, while we were deployed. So for me, that was just kind of like my escape from everything else. It was just like, all right, whatever, uh, a rough day and go roll around in the sand with a couple of guys and just kind of uh, get my mind off of what happened for the day or whatever it may be. But that's all great. Yeah, but let's talk about some dirt. I know Usman was up there. Tell, how, is he still there? Um, Yeah, he came out to uh, Colorado at his last camp there and that kind of thing. But uh, uh, it's been pretty interesting, though. Like, uh, he's been there. Uh, for a couple months, but he and I haven't been able to get one round in together yet. So, uh, I mean, much respect to the guy. Appreciate him coming out and training there. But uh, I would love to get around with him just to see, like, what, what it was all about. Yeah, it's got to be shitty for him, though. He's probably like, ah, they want to, you know. <laughs> it's almost like Ned Stark when when Jamie Lannister. You watch Game of Thrones at all, Neil? <laughs> no? I'm going to save this record. <laughs> you know what? But no, since I started, it, it'll be what? easy. Go ahead, Matt. It'll be well, easy. Listen, Ned Stark, <laughs> he runs into Jamie Lannister when they got to fucking, what's the city again? Anyway, uh, he goes, oh, it's good to have some fresh blood. You can jump in your tournaments. And he goes, I don't fight in tournaments. This is Ned Stark. Let me just get this. Yeah. He goes, I don't fight right. in tournaments. He goes, oh, why not? You know, he goes, I don't like my enemies to see what I could do. Boom! He just like a drop the mic, Ned Stark. Walks off. Yeah, yeah but for me, I just do it the opposite way. Like, if, it was, if the roles were reversed and uh, I was the champ and, he was, and I was training at someone else's gym, 
I would look for the opportunity to trade this person. I would put it in my mind. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to put a beating on you so bad that if, the, if it ever comes across the email that you have to fight me, I want you to like kind of second guess it and like be worried about it. Like that's the kind of mindset I would have if the, if the roles were reversed. I would been like, you know what? Yeah, sure. You're my, you're my division. We may fight with each other one day. Um, and we, may, and we may have that, that, that running with one another, but I'm going to make sure that I give you nightmares and whatever that, that name comes across the email. Like, ah, crap i gotta fight this dude no way um and that's that's just my approach and that's my mindset so it had been the other way around but um much respect to him though i'm not gonna take it personal i'm not gonna say oh. he needs to trip me to be part of the team or anything like that just uh yeah. uh wish him the best and if the time comes that we need to fight one another we'll cross that bridge when it's time so you basically you're saying he he's a coward and has no confidence in himself <laughs> no man i'm saying i mean the guy has something to protect i mean he's He's the guy right now. He's the guy with the belt. He's the guy with the tart on his back. So uh, whatever he needs to do to make sure he keeps that strap, I mean, more probably to him. Do what you got to do. But uh, like I said, when it's time to cross that bridge, I'll be ready for it. Well, very classy not to let Dean Thomas pull you into try, that. Try shit. to rope you into a war of words. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a fight on here. You're just picking at any angle. <laughs> Dean, Dean wants some clickbait. He wants something yeah, that's going to Yeah, I'm trying to get some drama. You know, <laughs> always stirring up shit. And Maggie's nicest up. guy, nicest guy in the game. You're making like Jimmy's attacking him. You're making like the champs afraid of him. <laughs> Pete Thomas. Holy shit. I'm just trying to get the ratings up. I'm trying to get my ratings up, Matt. Neil, good luck. Um, co-main event oh, on, on, on Saturday against, uh, against Robbie Lawler. Oh, and uh, that's great. a great fight. And uh, Jeff Neal would have been a great fight. And this is also amazing for you, too, to be fighting such a, a legendary guy in the sport. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this very much. So good luck. And if you win, I promise I will address it properly. Uh, I will not uh, downgrade the win as uh, Dean accused me oh, of man. doing. No, all right, all right. Hey, man, if it goes the distance, we're not going to look at you any differently. You know what I mean? You know? By the way, Dean's a guest host today. Don't, don't look at the show. Yeah. yeah, don't hold it against us. We're, we're fans. Great, Neil Magny. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. It was a pleasure to talk to you guys. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports choose thorn the official sports performance nutrition partner of the ufc visit thorn.com and use the promo code ufc10 that's t-e-n for 10 percent off that's promo code ufc10 and you get 10 percent off and matt and i get the credit and that's all that matters the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Jimmy, I, I know you got to go. I guess, I don't know, are we doing the picks first? Or you just I, can write, I can write in the what? pick. Yeah, that's what I, you should I'll do. give you, let me see. Anthony Smith against uh, uh, Rakic. Uh, uh, Smith had a rough fight last one. Uh, that Glover fight was very rough. While you're thinking of that, did you ever hear the song Circles by Post Malone? <gasps> Jimmy. Dean Thomas, you ever hear it? No, I want you to sing it though. Get the fuck out of here! Sing it. You didn't Will hear you it? it? No. You think it's the best thing, Jimmy. Rakeage. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. I'm gonna take Rakeage. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of how because there's only a three round fight. It's the best song since since he came out with Sunflower. It's the best. Oh my god! Oh, is it sorry. better than Sunflower? Rakeage decision. Uh, Jimmy. Ooh. Okay. Decision. Decision. Yeah, three rounds. You don't think that Anthony Smith is going to utilize his jujitsu and try to? I think he he may he may try to do that. Yeah, um, we're and getting I, Anthony I, we're getting Anthony Smith on a little bit. I'm, Anthony and, Smith is very tough. And Dean I, Thomas, I think, Dean and Thomas is going to listen. Dean's on a tear today. He's yeah. not obviously Dean's not here to make friends. I mean, we, we got that. Dean <laughs> kind of established himself, and he just knows he's all right. If something goes sour here, he could deal with some controversy. So you know, I feel in my heart that when we interview Anthony Lionheart Smith, he will bring up that you're choosing Alexander to, to best him. But it's but it's a decision, and it's, been, and it's a tribute because Alexander has looked so great, and Smith is coming off a very very rough right. fight. Um, Anthony is just such a tough guy. I don't see him being finished. I mean, uh, I, I just don't see. I mean, John Jones couldn't finish him. I just don't see him being uh, stopped in this fight. Um, and as far as Magny, uh, Robbie, I'm, uh, Neil Magny, I think is, uh, I don't know how it's been a year since Robbie fought. He's always dangerous, but I'm going to take, uh, I'm also going to take Magny by decision. Third round. I'm, I'm going to say Magny, but I'm going to take both those guys by decision. It was just the sex though. The sex though. I still hear the echoes, the echoes. All right, guys. <laughs> Listen to me, Jimmy. Yeah. Good talking. To you. I believe on that note, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Please tell me this. Tell me you're gonna at least try to listen to "Circles" by Post Malone. Could you just I will try listen to listen to, to it? it this Can afternoon. you please? And I listen. I'm not even into videos anymore. MTV. I don't even know if that thing's on. But the video is okay. very. The video is very Games of Thrones like. You got like Post Malone and like a. It's like a battlefield. Bodies everywhere, and he's got a he's like a knight, a knight in armor, and fucking he's not, and he all got old. He just survived the battle, and then okay. he starts singing about about circles. It's like <laughs> Thomas can't. Man, what's wrong with you, man? What's up? All right, let's let it's Jamie go. Yes, Jamie guys, uh, I I love Anthony Smith. So tell him I said hello. And um, yeah, I'm sure Dean Thomas will. Yeah, well, I'll okay. right now. I've saying. had to deal with that, but I, I had to tell Derek Lewis I picked against him. It's okay, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, I love you so much. I know you're leaving yes. now. 
And I just want to say that I don't want you to look at your career and look at you as being part of a legend, a part of the legends of radio, Opie and Anthony. For years, they go down in history. As, and I don't want you to look at your life now and you're looking at me and you're looking at Dean Thomas and thinking that you went backwards. You, no. This is a good show. People listen to the show. This is a good show. They like this show. This is a very good show. Don't, but I mean, you know, but you, you we sign on and, and we got a fucking, Dean's got the fucking camera upside down. It's okay. And, and I'm fucking <laughs> surfing in the mic. I listen, I love you, Jimmy. Anything you want to plug? No, just the chip, chipperson.com merchandise page. Matt, if you want to go grab a mug or a cup, Feel free. Wait, what is the mug like with Chip Chips? You have one right now? Do you have it to show me? No, uh, I ordered them. It's brand new. I have a bunch of different mugs. Yeah. Go choose one. I'll be happy to send it to you. Jimmy, you know, you always say that I should be doing more branding of my brand. Yeah, I do. You should. Right? You do. Jimmy says that all. He, I'm going to be honest. He never said it. But he, I guarantee you think that I should do that. No, Jimmy? I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll throw around some ideas. I'll, I'll FaceTime you later. What, what, are you free? What's on you think? Shoot me a text later. Yeah, I got the interview, but I'm, I'm going to go now and do that. I'll talk Jimmy, to you guys soon. Hey, but Jimmy, don't forget to ask Kelly if she likes black dudes. Uh, she won't be on today. Oh, all right. Well, when, she, when you I'll see her. You, all right, I'll make sure I ask. That's the first I'm thing I'll checking, ask her. Keep it in your pants, Thomas. Listen, Bye, guys. I'll see you later, Jimmy. Yes, Dean, thanks Hi, a lot. Bye. Love, uh, you. Love you, buddy. He didn't say it back, but it's okay. I forgive him. <laughs> and you said, you said it like five times and he didn't say it back. Like, he didn't say it once. Ray, how do you pronounce the last name? I think it's Rakich. Ray, Rakich. Oh, is he on, Anthony? What's up? Oh, he is on. Oh, there you are, buddy. What, were you talking I, shit? No, oh, well, yeah. not yet. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're Matt Sarah, Dean Thomas. I hate doing the third person thing, but we're not Jimmy Norton. He's the only one that talks shit. I'm only kidding. What? I did not even, even in with the intro. We're doing an intro. I'm saying hello to Anthony Lionheart-Smith, and already I throw my little Jimmy Bird under the bus. Already? already that's what bad. the fuck? He's not even here to defend himself, and you throwing him under the bus. That's what, how I like to do it. Like an asshole. <laughs> Listen, Lionheart, what's up, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? And I like how, like, on our Zoom names, well, first of all, I still have my wife's name on there, so it says Ann. But, uh, and your Dean has Dean Thomas there, Dean Thomas. And yours has Lion Hizzle. Just me. I fucking now now it's gonna be hard not to call you Lion Hizzle. Lion okay. Hizzle. Lion Hizzle. Yeah, Lion Hizzle. We got the most perfect white teeth I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but how the hell do you man, you you don't drink no coffee, do you? Oh, you're a fucking I drink coffee Thomas. every day. These are bought and paid for. Yeah. Oh, but God damn, I, I'm over, well worth it. What I thought, what I thought, Lionheart was uh Dean Thomas is he's for I don't know what is in his coffee this morning, but he's coming out hot. We were, do, we were talking to Neil Magny earlier, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to downplay your last win, Neil, like Jimmy did earlier. I'm not even joking around. He's coming out hot. So I thought when he mentioned your teeth, he wanted to bring up how you remember your last fight when you had a problem with your teeth. So I could tell that you can't tell, but I'm assuming they're not real teeth. Mr. Captain Insensitive over there, <laughs> the first thing he fucking says is that, can we start the interview over? Hold on. No, no, listen, no, I didn't, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any problem with my teeth. Glover had a problem with my teeth and wanted to remove them. Oh, that's so the problem. Well, they look better now. Yeah, they look good. The I like them. Yeah. I'm oh, looking listen. good on ESPN. I can smile yeah. and not be all weird about it. So I'm now, good. Now, listen, I, I always like to talk about, I don't like to live in the past, just like you don't. And, uh, we, you know, you got to, this fight this weekend, I can't wait for because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm high on your opponent, too. I think this is an amazing fight. And it's a gutsy fight to take off a loss. Don't you think, Anthony? 
Uh, no, I mean, you know how it is, man. Like you, I don't get to call the shots anymore. When you, when you win a fight, you get a, you get to kind of call your shot and say, this is what I want. And, and if it works out, a lot of times they'll give it to you. But, um, you know, I'm kind of at the mercy of the, of the company right now. I took a loss and, and he, he's coming off a loss as well to, uh, one of our, you know, we have a mutual opponent. So, uh, I was surprised to hear his name, but I, I you know, I like the matchup a lot. Um, I like what I see when I see him fight. Uh, and, and you know, it's, it, it's a good fight for me coming off of a loss because I think it, it favors what I do best, you know, and, uh, there's no surprises with him. Like he's super dangerous. Don't, don't get me wrong there, but, um, you kind of know what you're getting yourself into, you know, like you get your Dominic Reyes and, and Blahovich and, and guys like that. You know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of unknowns and there's a lot of, a lot of thinking. It's a, it's a chess game there. And, and I think this is a different type of chess game. We both know what we're getting ourselves into. It's just who's going to deal with it better. It's the, you know, it's the UFC. So there's obviously no easy fights, you know, uh, speaking of not an easy fight, your last fight with Glover, it, you know, just to touch base on it, you, you, the first round now, listen, would have, could have, if it would have ended in that first or second round, it would have been, everybody would have been saying, because of the onslaught you've been putting on in that first round, especially, it's like, they'd say this, Anthony's never looked better. That's what they would say. And then again, I don't want to feel like, like Ped Ventura with laces out. I'm not trying to get like that, but I don't know. Like you didn't seem as patient as usual. What, what, why do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think, I think there's a lot of different factors that go into that. It's, you know, it's, it was the first couple of events during the Corona days. It was different. It was just different. There was no crowd. Uh, there's nothing to feed off of, you know, like it's true. It wasn't you, a, crowd. Kinda, it was a, not a crowd, wasn't it? Yeah. They, they well, and, and you gotta, you gotta try to overcompensate for the energy that's missing in the building. So I think I just came out too hot. Um, and don't get, I mean, I had a lot of shit going on. I'm not going to make excuses, but uh, you know, they say you, when you chase a finish, you're never going to win a decision. Listen, uh, uh, if that was a three round fight, I win the fight, you know, like even the, even as bad as the third round went, um, I still win the fight. So, you know, I, I just, I just didn't pace myself. I was in a hurry. Uh, I was rushing things. And, and then as you're successful, as the fight goes on, you, you just keep going, you know, like it was so easy. I just did whatever I wanted to do. And like, anytime I thought like, Oh, I'm going to try this, I'd do it and it would work. Yeah. So I just, I just like you get rolling downhill and it's just, I just did never pull off of the gas. And then once he clipped me in the, the third round with that big uppercut, it was kind of just downhill from there. And it's amazing. Even if you're in phenomenal shape and a, a, a shot in the right place could hit your energy bar like you never got on that versa climber. Isn't it weird? It is. Like, don't you, do you agree? Yeah. You know, I, I felt really good going into the third. Like, and it, once he hit me with the uppercut, I, you know, I was kind of it just messed with my vision. And then I was trying to back him off and I threw some lazy rear teeth kick and he came over the top with a big left hand. And once he dropped me, it was, it was kind of fucking over after that. I just, uh, I was, it just sapped everything I had. And, and, you know, Glover's a, he's a veteran, man. I don't want to take anything away from him. Once he, yeah. Once he once he jumped on me, he never let me off the hook. Well, that's what veterans do. He's a, he's a definitely a veteran, and with a lot of experience to be able to you know see that type of opportunity and take advantage of. That's something that I don't. I'm not sure that your next opponent has, and and I think that that may give you some some advantages going into this next fight because I don't think he has that type of experience that Glover has. No, you know I got more knockouts than Rakic has fights. Um, 
and it's and I think that that's one of my biggest advantages. But I also think that I'm just smarter than he is. Um, the problem is, is I don't necessarily always use it, and that's why this this kind of a fight is exciting for me because I don't have a choice. I, I have to be smart because he's all he's all pissed off because I called him a one trick pony. Yeah, uh, that, that doesn't mean that I don't think that he's dangerous. You know, I I think sometimes people look too deep into shit that I say. Uh, I don't think anyone in the world is going to mistake that guy for a grappler. He's not a jujitsu guy. So he, he wants to strike. He wants to be long and rangy and he, and he wants to use those, those long weapons. And you know, that doesn't mean it's easy to deal with. It's just simple. If that makes any sense. So Anthony, because you're such a cerebral fighter, wouldn't you say that the not having a crowd should be advantageous to you because you're not being distracted by the noise or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I think now that I've done it once, uh, and I, and, and I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's a more comfortable situation for me. You know, like I was able to get, there's a lot of things I was able to get back into my, my normal training regimen and going back and forth to Denver, uh, which I wasn't able to do before. Um, no one's broken into my house lately. Uh, so that's, that's good. Uh, I'm just, I'm just in a better place than I was mentally going into that fight. You know, like the fight, I, I mean, we changed the locations like three times. The date changed three times. So I was getting up and then having to back off and then getting up and having to back off. So it's, I'm just in a better place than I was uh, to be able to mentally handle situations. Like, like, I, like I think if I was fighting Glover on Saturday, I think that fight looks totally different and, and, and we move on and, and start working our way towards the title. But that's how the sport is. You know, it's just if you're not perfect. You know, it kind of fucks up your whole plan. Uh, let me ask you about that that freak that that broke in your house and you beat the shit out of him. Now, did it ever in the moment you're you're in that a uh, uh, a fight for your life with this guy? You feel oh, the guy's taking. You said he took all your strikes, right? He was taking. Was he on PCP or something? At one point in time, I had his head pinned to the floor, lifting my knees as high as I could and driving him right into his skull, and he never even blinked. What the fuck? I don't know. Is he on something? Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, uh, being a being a black belt, and I'm not. Listen, you're. It's. I can't listen. I'm. Somebody breaks in my house. You can't assume that how you're gonna act. But I'm just saying. Like, did you ever think about strangling the fucking guy? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've actually. That's actually. That's actually something I hear. I hear that a lot. And yeah, I and wish. It's listen, I wish I would have. I wish I would have. Try not to be next. No, no, no. I get it. I wish I would have now. But the whole time. I was trying to control his hands because he kept trying to get his hands in his pockets. So I didn't know oh, what he had. Jesus. So no, I mean, I've already, I've already crushed him for like five minutes and he hasn't even reacted. Uh, and his face is swelling and he's bleeding all over the place. And, you know, so like he's already not reacting like a normal human. How long does it take to choke a normal person unconscious? Two seconds, maybe. If it's, if it's triple that long, he's already showed me he's not a normal person. So if it takes triple that long, it takes me six or seven seconds to choke him unconscious. I mean, what can he get out of his pockets in six seconds? You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Some elbows to the face might be appropriate. I'm with you. All right. No, I wondered about that. And and I I thought it was a little messed up, too, because I felt like like you got treated unfairly in in that situation. You know, a lot of guys on the Internet kind of came down on you, like John Jones and them guys kind of came down on you for that. Yeah, I mean, it's I didn't get too deep into into a lot of the stuff. Like I said that it was one of the toughest fights that I've ever been in. I didn't say I almost lost it, you know, and that's kind of yeah, where they yeah, were, yeah. that's kind of where they were talking. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, they made it sound like the dude, like, like they, like it was going back and forth, and the dude had you on the ropes and no, passed the guard. No. And he, I, I promised you, I promised you, even today, months later, he still remembers who I am every day. 
I mean, he's that. It's not like I almost lost the fight. It's just I couldn't put him out. That's where that's what the problem was. I just couldn't get him. I just put him out. You know, you recently spoke about John Jones' uh, move to heavyweight, and you were talking about how you think Francis would be a harder matchup than Stipe. No, no, I said I think Francis would be an easier matchup than Stipe. Oh, I'm sorry, that's true. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, is that because of the the grappling as well? Or? Uh, I, well, yeah, I think. I, I think because of the, the – I don't think Francis is an easy fight for anybody, but yeah. I think if you put those two together, I think Stipe's got the – he's got more skills than Francis does. Uh, I think Francis is more dangerous, but John is such a, a – uh, he's such an expert at, at not absorbing crazy damage. Francis isn't a big kicker. Um, he's, he doesn't go to the body a lot. Uh, he's, he's a headhunter, and, and I think that John is – his frame – is the same size as Francis's. I mean, John's longer. He's just as, as far as his frame goes, muscular, obviously Francis is bigger. But uh, I think John just avoids, avoids, avoids. And when Francis starts crashing, I think John just clinches him. And, and you know, Francis is at, up to this point, we don't know if his wrestling has gotten any better since he's fought Stipe. So I think you get into the the cage work and the, and, and, and the fence, you know, like he's working him on the fence and starts tripping him. I think once John gets on top of Francis, I don't think he gets back up. You know, it's funny with Francis, though, because everybody's like, well, you know what? The game plan, you got to do what Stipe did. So you look at him like, all right, now he's fighting uh, Curtis Blades, and Curtis Blades, could he knows all he has, and he's a great wrestler, and he's a decent strike, good striking, and explosive. All he's got to do is get past that first round, get past the, you know, and he's getting taken out. Yeah. All right, now we got Cain Velasquez. Well, he's very good at mixing it up, and – Still, he's so fucking powerful. He just touches you, mm-hmm. and it's been over. So Stipe is the only one to be able to utilize that game plan. I know it's crazy. So could he do it again? It's very that, that yeah. Very I don't know. I don't know. If but it happened so early in his career too. So we also got to take that into effect. That when Stipe did it to him the first time, that was kind of early in his in his growth, though. I mean, he's well, gotten absolutely. better. Well, and, and I don't think that I, I think that John, I think the route to victory for John when it comes to Francis is just simpler than it is for Stipe. Um, and who knows, you know, like Francis is a, just a freak, man. He learns so fast and it, it's like the more time it takes, you'd, you'd almost want to get to him as fast as you could, because if you wait three months, you're going to get a totally different guy. Um, I just, just the way I see it, I've been in there with John. I know how strong he is. Um, I've trained with a lot of heavyweights. I've trained with Stipe. Um, so I so I I got a good read on like where their strength is as well, and I'm sure Francis is a freak when it comes to strength. But John is is strong enough and good enough in the clinch uh, that I think he could handle Francis. Now now getting there, it's a totally different story. Yeah, Anthony, I got I got to agree with you. To be honest with you, I think that Stipe would be a harder matchup for John just because Stipe looked like a he looked like a big middleweight in his last fight. I mean, he moves better. He's got more skills, like you said. And I do think he would be a harder fight than Francis for John. Man, I don't know if it was just the embedded episode I seen or whatever, but he looked in like the best shape I've ever seen. He looked in phenomenal shape, Stipe, in the last fight. Yeah, leaner. Yeah, he did. He looked yeah. a big middleweight. Yeah, I like the way I like the way Dean ex- explains that he does. He looks like a big middleweight because just the way he moves. Uh, I don't know. It's weird, man. It's like Stipe's kind of turned this corner, and, he, and he's even at this point. <clears throat> excuse me, at this point in his career, uh, it's it's hard to do that. You know, where you're changing your whole body makeup, you're changing kind of the way that you move and. You know he's got his he's got the the fancy new hairdo. It's it's kind of cool to watch. He's just got this whole new thing going on. He looks like a professional now, right? Right. Yeah. right. And how's the, uh, the 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 whole quarantine life been treating you? I mean, how's this whole thing, the whole COVID thing, the gym not being able to you 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 know the whole regular life turned upside down. 
has it been that weird for you? You've been a lot of family time. What you been doing? Yeah, just hanging out with my family. You know, the the fortunately our our, our gym is, is is still open in Denver and still open in Omaha as well. So uh, things things are actually going really really good. We're just all being as safe as we can. You know, and when I'm home, I'm just we keep it to our tight little a tight little circle. And 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 that's I'm kind of a kind of a homebody anyways you know like i don't go out and do a lot of hang out with the neighbors and the neighbor the kids play with the neighbor kids so we just keep our own little bubble in the neighborhood and we don't really do anything outside of that so and we that's that's fairly normal for us anyways so man i like that you have your gym your your gym open over there Mm -hmm. over here in new york they just open gyms like a little bit but then you gotta wear masks still i mean i'm not fucking rolling with a mask on (laughs) (laughs) goddamn politicians i I, that i wish one of those i i oh Telling you right now, put me in a cage with one of them. Yeah. Hey, listen, Anthony, I can't wait for your fight this weekend. It's gonna be sick. You know, I mean, uh, sick me at five main event, and uh, and, and I always love watching your fight, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm excited. I think this is uh, I think it's gonna be good for the fans. It's it's definitely gonna be good for my career, especially with the division kind of opening up and kind of being a free for all for like us top six guys. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. It's uh, I'm in a good place. Awesome, brother. Well, we're going to be watching, pal. Yeah. All right? And afterwards, come back on. We'll bullshit some more. Best Sounds of luck, man. man. Thanks a lot, Dean. You take care. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Let's listen. Uh, let's do our picks. Come on, okay, man. Let's, let's get into this. Magomed Akalov versus uh, who's he fighting? Ion Kudalaba. Yeah. I don't pretty. It's not pronounced it Ion. 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 Ion Kudalaba or Laba. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Thomas Laba. <laughs> What's wrong Say with it. you, man? What is Say Laba. Laba. <laughs> Say Laba. Laba. Lava, Lava, not Lava, Lava. Oh, Lava. Okay, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again. I got it. So it's Magomed Akalov, mm-hmm. and he's fighting Jan Kuda Lava. Lava, Lava, Lava. Let's call the whole thing off. Lava, 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 Lava. I was enough, enough. Do you hear that? This it's is- the sound of radios all over the world getting turned off these office. We lost many fans this is why today. why we can't keep a job. They're turning off. They're putting on fucking Bisping's podcast with Gomez. And right now to listen to Brendan Schaub. We lost everybody. We lost them, we lost them all because you're a stupid nursery. 
All right, let's attack this shit. All right. All right. All right, listen, do you remember their last fight? Yeah, it was good. When uh, Magomed uh, was, they were blasting each other, and uh, Jan starts making like, and he said, I believe him. He starts making like he's knocked out. Like he's making like he's getting, he's like he's getting hurt. And then he'd come back with a firing with a fury. Yeah. Like fear, fire off like three shots. And then after an exchange, he'd make like he's wobbly. And then Magomed would come in and he would try to fire off again. Yeah. So he, he, played, he played it so well that they played that possum so well that the referee believed it and stopped the fucking fight. <laughs> he thought he was really on wobbly legs. And meanwhile, the second the referee touched him, he goes, no, it's part of the game plan. <laughs> He's like, it's part of stick. You remember that? I do remember that. It was an awesome fight, man. I'm looking forward to it this time. That that that, that Jan leg is it's an animal. Oh no! And the best is every oh, <laughs> uh, Every time uh, before his fight, he he starts he storms across the cage. Yeah, and he gets right up in their face and does like a cutthroat fucking thing. But do you he remember what happened? Magomed grabbed him. Yeah, they grabbed him and they understand the stuff. Oh, dude, I can't wait for this fight. I can't wait for this fight. I know, Holy man. Holy shit, man. Magomed's a beast. I can't He's wait. He's a fucking beast. Ah, man, I don't even know who to pick. Ankalov is minus 330. Yeah? Wow, he's a heavy favorite, so. Well, that's who I'm going with. Well, it's easy I'm to go with. with I'm, I'm, I'm going with Magomed. I'm saying Magomed, second round knockout. I'm going with Kutalaba. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, Dean Thomas... It's weird. I just now had like a flashback. I maybe I I didn't really do it, but did I did did I just sing karaoke to you? Yeah, you before? did. Or was that just like uh, was that like just no? You in my you head did. That I no, did that. you sung karaoke. Okay, yeah. Okay, you oh, did I circles. apologize. You did circles by right, Post Malone. Listen, well, let's keep that between us. All right, Ricardo Lamas. Uh, I like Ricardo Lamas. Yeah, he you know he's a a former um, title challenger. Uh, you know, and you know, he's, he's been around, he's a, he's a beast and he's fighting Bill, Bill Algeo. And we don't know too much. We saw him on looking for a fight. Yes, we did. Yeah. So we, oh, we saw a little bit, but this is his first time, his first UFC fight. No, he fought on a contender series and he lost. All right. Well, that's a, that's a tall order for this kid. Yeah. I think it's going to be a little too tall for him. Yeah. What, is that a high choke, Dean Thomas? Dean Thomas, I know you're coming out with guns blazing. Is that a fucking high choke? No, me? it wasn't a high joke. I'm sorry, Dean okay. Thomas. I, I, I got my sword out because yeah, I, I don't you know. Have to you, sword out. You've, been, you've been very spicy today, my friend. <laughs> but you've been you. a spicy, spicy meatball. Now, me and you get along very well. Yeah. But Jimmy, Jimmy, I loved that before. That was crazy. You are too, You weren't even saying it jokingly. You go... I'm not going to downplay your your <laughs> last fight the way Jimmy did. And you kept going. It's not, and Jimmy's looking at the camera like, <laughs> he already blinks a lot. You got him fucking twitching. How dare you? He can't protect himself. Our little Jimmy bird can't protect himself like me and you. I didn't, so I didn't mean it that, that way. I Neil Magny's nice, but he's looking to see if Neil's like smiling. He's a little nervous. I didn't mean it that way. Be careful. I didn't mean it that way. Tell him I'm sorry. Jimmy. Tell him I apologize. I feel, like driving into, I feel like going into the city and hugging my little bird. Yeah, well, he right now is probably undercovers right now, <laughs> upset, feeling that Neil Magny's mad at him. Will you tell him I apologize? Well, that ship has sailed. I'm taking him to Ricardo Lamas by uh, second round stoppage because he's coming around. He's mad. Ricardo Lamas is mad. He wants to come back. He knows he's coming off a loss of Calvin Gata. He didn't like it. And now he goes, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make uh, Bill Algiro, Gio not like it. That's what he's saying. 
I can't listen. There's no proof that he's saying any of this. There's no but proof. I'm just saying in my head, I get like to get amped up and I want to see a fired up. It caught a Lamas because I like his fucking style. And even when he had that kind of tail in the back, the mouth, the mouth. <laughs> I, 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 he didn't lose me with that fucking That little rat I'm tail. Sorry. That rat tail, it, 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 it works. Yeah. Caught I, a Lamas, second round. TKO. Yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say he's gonna s- second round TKO as well. I think it's just too much for that that kid, Bill Aljo. His first time in the UFC fighting a veteran like that. It's way too much for him. So I don't. I can't see him doing that well. Yeah, but then sometimes they thought it was special, special. But it was just the sex though. The oh, sex though. I could hear the echoes. The echoes. All right, I'm back, Jim. I'm uh, Jenny. Oh, no, it's Dean. Hi, Dean. Hey. I'm back. What's up? Oh, buddy, I miss you. So I got to make up for lost time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is like us on the show when we're doing the Dana White looking for a fight that's on YouTube. And uh, <laughs> how we're always singing and having a good time. The world follows our bromance. Yeah, they do. Just, I'm a little jealous now because Michael Bisbing took my last job, but that's okay. Well, let me tell you something. He killed at it. He did great. So listen, Kim <laughs> okay. is fighting... Alexa. Alexa Grasso. I am a Alexa Grasso fan. Me too. I am a Alexa Grasso fan. I like her style. There's some fights that she lost that I think could have went her way. Uh, I like her jujitsu. I like her striking. I like her attitude. Okay. Uh, I have nothing against Kim. I like Kim also. But I'm going to go with Grasso by decision. Me too. How do we have the same pick on the on his last two? I gotta go against you on the next one, but I'll tell you this: Grasso's got some. She's got some sharp striking skills. I think she has some of the better striking skills in all the women's divisions. So I'm definitely picking her to piece Kim apart. Do you know that if Jimmy runs into Neil Magny, he's gonna run away, run away? All right, we got Robbie Lawler, former champ, legend, fighting Neil Magny. Mm-hmm. Now listen, this is what it's hard to pick against Robbie Lawler because he's such a stud. Former champ, but dare I say that I like to be different. I like to take chances. I rode a bull. I went dog sledding. I did stand-up comedy with you that time on Dana White looking for a fight. I climbed the wall. I went pearl diving with you. Oh no, you weren't on the list. But my point is, I like to I like to like take risks. So when I look at Neil Magny, who was getting ready for Jeff Neal, who's a fucking beast who's a very dangerous guy. So you know Neil Magny's not coming in, eh, maybe I'll uh, have some Cheetos and not hit the road work today, Neil Magny. No! I don't even know if that Neil Magny exists. This guy doesn't No, he doesn't exist. No, no, that, that's like me. That's like, you know, when I'm lazy. <laughs> but uh, I feel that Neil Magny's going to get a decision here. I really do. All right? Why are you snickering at that? How dare you? No, I'm not snickering at that. So I want to say, I want to amuse you. I promise you. No, I promise you that I would pick. What's so funny about me? No, it ain't nothing funny about that. What's so funny about me? Ain't nothing funny about you. Trust me, nothing. There ain't nothing funny about you. Am I here to amuse you? You don't trust me. All right, (laughs) listen. You never saw Goodfellas, did you? I did. I will do your homework. Okay. With the fucking. I listen to me. Who are you taking? Robbie Lawler or Neil Magny? This is a fucking hour podcast. Stops. I know, man, but I'm taking Neil Magny. But I'm gonna say he stop. I'm gonna say he stops, Robbie. Holy shit! Yeah. Did you just say what I thought you said? I'm saying he stops, Robbie. Well, listen to me, man. 
I dare you to do something. It's like once I, you ever like take a beer, uh, you're drinking a lot of beers, you take a piss, you open up the seal, you got to keep going to take a piss. Yeah. Once I start singing, uh, it's like diarrhea of the mouth. It sure is. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Listen, <laughs> let's get into the main. <laughs> I miss you, buddy. Let's get into the main event. Okay. Anthony Anthony Lionheart Smith, Mm -hmm. who Jimmy doesn't believe in, and you brought up that he has fake teeth. Um, (laughs) Anthony Smith versus Alexander Rechik. This is a fucking good fight, man. It is a good fight. You know? Um... Talk to me, Dean Thomas. I'll let you pick first. Um, so prior to talking that to Anthony Smith, I actually thought that that Rachel could win. But now after hearing Anthony Smith talk, I'm going with Anthony Smith. Well, they don't call you Dean the flip flopper Thomas for nothing. <laughs> it's true. Do you realize when the when the, the single comes out of the fucking Tyrone Woodley's next song? I might just be, I might listen. I'll still answer your call, but I might just go Hollywood. They might be like, get that guy in a recording booth. He's got that voice. is not exactly the voice of an angel, but it's definitely got something to it. This guy, he's making this song. Sorry, champ, if you're right next to Dean Thomas. I, know. I can't. But listen, he's, he's going to be walking in here any all minute now. I know is Tyrone Woodley has an eye and an ear for talent. That's all I'm going to say. He's not a one-trick pony like Anthony Smith calls fucking uh, Ratchet. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with me is I'm fucking friends with you. Listen, (laughs) this this is a fucking... I don't know, man, but after talking to Alexandre... Alexandra? Alexandra? Yeah, Alexandra. Alexandra. Uh, we talked to him the other day. You weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. And, and knowing your nickname, you would fucking flip right back to him if you would talk to him next. So listen, <laughs> he was very, he's very confident, and he's a fucking badass striker. He is. Could, could Anthony utilize his jujitsu? Could he? Or does he need to? He's think, coming off a tough fight. I think he needs to. You know? And when you think about it, Rechik is coming off a fight that many people think, including himself, that he won versus Vulcan. Yeah, I thought yeah, he won that fight too. So, I mean, he has that still that championship mindset right now. Like, look, man, I'm not getting beaten. Nobody beat He didn't beat me, you know? So, I'm going to say Rachel by decision. And that hurts me because I'm friends with Anthony. Yeah, that, that, should, like friends. That's, that should hurt you. That should hurt you yeah. terribly. We just got off the phone with the man, and now you're going to pick against him. I know, That's cool. I know. But, but you know what, man? You know, I dare you to do <laughs> something. No, no, no. Isn't it fun? No, listen. Isn't it fun? I know. How, Isn't it fun to sing? No, it's not. Fun. I used to be in a room with with Raychick. You know, he's he come down a top team and train. So I know how good he is. He's extra. I, I thought he would you get John Jones. All I know is you and fucking Jimmy Norton are a couple of name droppers. <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm introducing the Osborns. Uh, I know, right? Oh, let me go. Guys, I can only give you a, a half an hour. I got to go. I got some let me more really quick, let, me, let me shit on Anthony Smith, and then let me uh, <laughs> tell everybody, you know, go hang out with the Osborns. Yeah. Really. Osborns, I don't know. Anyway, uh, what else are you up to, buddy? Anything else? Because this show is going to be over in two seconds. Man, I'm in champ camp, man. I'm waiting for the champ, uh, former champ right now coming in. Uh, but yeah. he's a champ to us. Yeah, 
why I feel that me and Tyron, we, we bonded. We yeah, bonded and, 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 and I love what you did for him, man. It was, what you did for him was solid. Yeah? Yeah, it was solid work. Sometimes you got to get your head straight. Yeah, man. I'm playing into the whole video now. People are going to say what we talk about. Sometimes, you know, girl, get you messed up. You got to get your head straight. Yeah. You need a message from a friend or something like that. That's all I'm going to say. Dean Thomas, when and what do you want to, what do you want to plug, Dean Thomas? Well, um, you know what? Y'all can listen to my my podcast with TJ DeSantis on uh, uh, the extra rounds. Is that still going on? Yeah, that's still going on. Fight Pass. I thought you stopped doing that. No. Did you stop doing it for a while? No. You always been doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I listen every week. You but don't listen, listen to our podcast. But I want to listen. What's it called again? The extra rounds. The extra rounds with Dean yeah. Thomas. Yeah. No. It's, it's well, it's TJ, it's TJ DeSantis, and then he just kind of bring me on. But it's on. It's the Fight Pass. It's, it's on. Wait, the fight, it's on Facebook's. Uh, it's on Fight oh. Pass's uh, Facebook page. Can I add that Ray Longo? Said he had a good time doing. Was that what he did with you? Yeah, that's what he did with me. Me and Ray did that. I didn't know it was on Fight Pass. Well, they had us on Fight Pass the one time, and we messed up, so then they didn't let us. They didn't let us back on. But then they they were on their Facebook page, and we do the pre-show and the post-show for um for the events. Can I tell you something, about Ray Longo, really quick before we go? Yeah, what? I, you know when I we you know you saw Marab's last fight, right? We yeah, there for Marab, it was great. So we had to uh, we had to be like we had like a suite where it's his room. Then there's the little living room, uh-huh. and then you know with the, with the with the kitchen right there. And then there's my room. Yeah. So listen, listen I know longer what thirty something years. I don't know, fucking long time. He goes out to do something. We can't really go much, but I go far. But he went to get coffee, whatever, whatever it is, or went with Marab somewhere. And, and I was quarantined, right? Right. So I had to stay in my room for like a fucking you know how that is when you first get there. Because I got there later than him. So listen, Dean Thomas, I my charger died. I didn't have a charger. His door is open, right? And I see that the charger's right there. It's five feet away, you know? So I go in, I take the charger, I plug it in the middle where we're both at, and I'm doing my iPad so I can watch, you know, fights and stuff. Don't look away like you're not paying attention. No, no, no. I'm just the the chance. No, listen. I'm listening. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. So fucking, he comes back. I go, oh, I had to borrow your boy. He goes, oh, you went in my room. I go, oh, whoa. I go, hey, I went in your room. I go, it's five feet. I sort of, so he goes, oh, he took his charge or whatever. (laughs) So then he's going out later on. And he's locking his door. I go, you're locking your fucking door? I go, now you, oh, you ruined your, your, your privileges. I'm, what am I going to do, Longo? Go sniff your, he goes, you were in my room? I go, what am I going to sniff your fucking underwear, Longo? What do you think? I'm going to whack off on your bed, you sick fuck. What do you think I'm doing? Looking for loose change. I went in five feet. I got the goddamn charger. I know you fucking have my life. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to let the world know the guy locked his door when he left. Yeah, he locked I went in his room to get. I walked five feet to get his charger, and, and he locked the door on you. He locked the door when he was leaving, like he was he, in there with a convict. Let me tell you something. I would never lock the door on you. I wouldn't have done that because I got trust. I locked the door. I, I locked t- the door on you. The, I, I locked the door would. on you that one time at Dana's guest house. <laughs> you, you got did. me breakfast too, but I was busy. <laughs> I'm not, I know how to have a good time, hey. even by myself. Listen, this week, how will we get it? Uh, UFC Fight Night, Apex Center. The prelims, Dean Thomas, is at 6 p.m. on ESPN. And the main card is at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN+. Plus. Wonderful. I can't wait. All right. Hey, listen, Dean. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been real fun. I hope to see you soon. All right. If the audience didn't already have enough of us, they definitely tuned out by now. Let's get out of here. All right. Thank you, Unfiltered Army. 
I love you all. all Dean right, Thomas, strong like. I will talk to you soon. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yes. All right, I miss you. Thanks for jumping on, Dean Thomas. No doubt. Later. Later, buddy. Goodbye, all. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 